Okay, before we begin, I, I usually do this, and I've kind of been missing the mark with my previous guest, but I have to catch up to you. When I have a guest on, we usually dedicate this episode to somebody that you said, somebody or something. So since you're the guest, you get the option. What would you like to dedicate it to? Whoa, that's putting me on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, I, I think I would just go with my mom. I mean, really? she's amazing. Yeah, yeah, my mom's great. She's a uh, single mom, so she's... Hardest working person from... in the world, right? Exactly. Hardest working person in the world. <laughs> All right. Well, what's, her, could we, uh, what's her name? My mom's name is Karen Lee. Oh, I love it. All right. <laughs> Today we have Brianne Rose Lee, and I think it's best if you just want to kind of give what your responsibilities are for the Twin Cities Film Fest and the other things that you do. So, so uh, my name is Brianna Rose Lee, yeah. and uh, I work at the Twin Cities Film Fest. I'm one of their year-round staff. Okay. Uh, All right. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Um, and I work for the marketing, kind of promotional marketing part of them and yeah. I also do the social media so during the actual festival I'm running not only all the social media for the filmmakers but also for any of our sponsors and then right. we also have the other part of the job which is to really just promote the festival kind of on the ground level so yeah. I do have a few brand ambassadors that will help kind of greet people bring them into the festival and let them know what movies are being played um, and then we also yeah. have some uh, membership ambassadors that are kind of more geared towards finding new members and getting right. them to sign up. So there's a lot of different kind of components to my job, but um, I guess you title me under social media. <laughs> well, it's a huge umbrella. That's why I, because everybody's like, well, talk to, because I always ask questions when I'm at spokes and they're like, well, just talk to Brianna. Just everybody's answers. <laughs> just talk to her. Just talk to her. So I was like, well, all right. So we'll, we get, we'll have to get you on. So how'd you come into doing it? How'd you get, uh, get started and get involved? Uh, well, with the film festival, I yeah. first was just taking an acting class with Bill. And uh, Coop, Bill Cooper. Bill Cooper. Bill um, Cooper. And he had mentioned the festival. And so I just went that year. It was about six years ago. I just kind of went to a couple of the events and I wanted to volunteer. So I started volunteering and I ended up winning one of their like little uh, volunteer of the <laughs> festival things. And all I right, got a free mug, right. which was pretty cool. Um, and then the following year, I just kind of talked to them about doing a little more. And they knew I worked in promotional marketing. Um, and that's kind of another job I have. I'm total freelance person, so I have a lot of random jobs. And um, Jayton actually also used to do promotional marketing. Oh, okay. All right. So he knew kind of what the job was, and he knew that the festival would benefit from having a few more people kind of in that position. Um, and really just to be a good promotional person, you just have to be able to talk to anybody and approach anyone, always be smiling, really friendly, upbeat. So it, it can Nothing be Nothing like you. <laughs> Nothing like me at all. <laughs> <laughs> so they just had me kind of start promoting the festival a little bit, and the last few years I've just been recruiting a few more people to kind of the team. So I actually, this year, I have more people than ever on my team. That's nice, right? It's awesome. It's a nice problem to have. It really it really is. And I was gifted some interns yesterday for my social media, so I'm like super excited. Because <laughs> um, I've usually just been doing all of that myself. So right. I'm 
really yeah. excited to have a huge team this year. So I would just have if, so if somebody attends a film fest movie premiere, chances are you're probably going to be there. Chances are yes. Okay. Um, I'm usually I'm well. I've the last five years I've been at every single day of the festival. Yeah. Um, I'm usually between the red carpet or the Q and A. So I don't. I'm not unfortunately not able to watch all the movies because I'm working. Um, but yeah. I do get to see some of them. Um, I, we all try to plan the ones we really want to go to. And, I mean, there's like 160 movies. You can't possibly go to all of them. Right. I, I, we have some people yeah. who try, though. We do every year. Has there's, anybody ever done all of them? Well, you, you can't because there's going to be two playing at a time. Oh, so mathematically. You can't. Mathematically, it just, just wouldn't work. But yeah. so we have some people who really do come every single day. And that's something that's great about the festival. If you're a filmmaker, um, the way our festival runs is you're able to come to any of the movies, which is how right. most festivals run. But they make filmmakers wait in a line. Whereas ours, you can actually pre plan where your seats are because that's how the theater works at Showplace Icon. Yeah. So you actually get to reserve your tickets in advance as a filmmaker. And filmmakers love that because they can go to as many movies as they want. Yeah. Um, so that's something that's pretty cool. <laughs> so outside of Film Fest, you do um, work in films also? Yes. I also work in film production. I have a few different job titles. I mean, we all kind of do. Well, production, <laughs> right. <It's> a, <laughs> production's kind of a another, big term. Um, I would say mostly I work in the AD department, whether yeah. that's as, as the assistant director or as a production assistant. kind of depends on the scale of the production. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not like a union person or anything yet. Cross Fingers crossed on that. But um, right now, I mostly work a lot of commercials as a production assistant. And then right. I love doing indie film, though. I actually enjoy that a lot better. Or a lot more. My mom would hate my grammar right now. There we go. Um, but yeah, the uh, is the AD department's kind of where I've been mostly okay. sticking, which I like. Um, some production coordination. Well, I, some people said it's just a variety. Of, one day you're doing something else, and the next day you're handling some. It's a you know, it's almost it, like it's a, always different. Sometimes yeah. I'm a, like a prop person for a day. I've done script supervising. I've done yeah. I actually did some script supervising for the first time, which was really fun. I actually really enjoyed that. I think <laughs> I think there's a lot of people who love movies and don't really know that. Just and I I'm familiar with it. Just describe what a script supervisor does. So the script supervisor, yeah. I guess the easiest way to describe it, they're the person on set who's like kind of editing it as you go. Right. So they're watching for continuity. They're watching for it to make sure eye lines make sense and match up um, between shots and they're taking notes on all of that so when you look at a script supervisor's script there's just lines everywhere and to most people it's going to just look like a bunch of lines See, but they're I thought, all editing notes I thought you know when I was in my 20s being ignorant I thought you just managed this just your custodian of the scripts on set. No, you're not. You <laughs> No, and it's the same with the assistant director. It sounds like you assist the director, and that's like actually not at all what you're doing. You um, probably don't even talk to the you director. Yeah. I mean, you talk to them, obviously, right. but um, for the most part, you're really like the crew manager um, because the assistant director is the one that keeps every – well, they create the schedule. They keep everybody on the schedule. They're the ones talking to every single department to make sure we're shooting. Um, and they want—they're the ones that make sure you finish the day. The director is mostly there to be with the actors, and to make sure the vision is complete. But the assistant director talks to everybody else. They're the ones yeah. bringing even the actors on set. All of it—it's kind of funny. Um, when until you work in the industry, yeah, none of the names really are what you do. <laughs> I noticed that, like scripts. I thought you just managed. No, you're actually making sure content. It should say continuity. Continuity would be a much better name yeah. for that. But yeah. who am you, I, right? Right. <laughs> Would you ever want to direct a movie? I would love to direct. 
Yeah. Um, I absolutely would love to direct. That was actually my major in college initially. Um, really? Yeah. yeah. So I yeah. started at Carnegie Mellon as a directing major. Um, I didn't love Pittsburgh, and so that's kind of why I left that city. I felt very artistically drained there, but it's an incredible school, and I did learn a lot. Right. Well, I heard the television, <laughs> you know, because that's where Mr. Rogers was. It was fun. Mm-hmm. The television degrees and everybody doing an internship is wonderful over there. Other than that, you probably want to go somewhere else. Yeah. yeah it just it yeah. wasn't the right place for me, and I ended up kind of – through a series of other events, ended up in Minnesota. I'm actually not from here. Um, I'm from I'm, Massachusetts. That's what, that's so. what somebody told me. I was like, she's a transplant. I was like, what? I'm a transplant. Right. But I actually really love it here. And I love the film community here. I don't really want to move. I really enjoy everyone I work with, from the indie filmmakers to the commercial filmmakers. I think we have a really strong community. People here are very close. And they stick together. The nice thing, and I just, we just... I've done other podcasts, and my co-host Dan and I, we started this one, as another motivation was to get other ind- local independent filmmakers and, and, and stuff, interest, and a wider scope, and a wider audience, and get involved. And we started just introducing ourselves, and it's amazing how people are just nice. They're just, yeah, I love it, and just talk to you, and be supportive. I was I was completely, oh, I was gonna ready to accept, like, no, to do it someday, you know, or be shut. But no, everybody's been very inviting and like want to talk to you and approach you and like, what do you do and all that stuff. It's been surprisingly wonderful. I love it. Yeah, it's yeah. been great. The Midwest hospitality or whatever. It's right. really great here. So yeah, I just, I want to continue working here. I want to continue making movies here. <laughs> so are you kind of familiar with the metro area now? You're really, yeah. So to, I'm a little navig- directionally challenged. I'm not right. going to lie. I kind of live. If my GPS told me to go off a cliff, I would get dangerously close. I don't think I would actually go over because no, no, I'm right. still pretty perceptive. Get into Lake Minnetonka. Get but in I would be pretty close. So. <laughs> yeah. And with all the closures, I mean, I don't think anyone can actually know where they're going right now. <laughs> right. It's in Minneapolis. It's all pretty much gutted up. The major arteries gutted up. Right. So, um I understand um, the film, the actual film fest is coming up next in October. October, right? yes. But film fest is always year round, right? There's always activities, and like you said, it's always a year round thing. Yep. So before and I, before October, we wanted just what what would happen with the film festival starting in October? So in October is the main festival, obviously. That's right. when we're showing um, the eleven days worth of movies. That'll start on October seventeenth, go to the twenty seventh. Um, but the rest of the year, once a month, we will have a screening for our members. Yeah. But we also have a lot of great relationships with uh, local filmmakers who may want to just do a screening or um, a studio film that's coming to town that maybe we end up getting some tickets for. Yeah. So really, there's kind of events, I would say one to two every month. And then really, the big event's going to be in October. But we do also have our gala in September, which is a blast. Um, everyone gets to dress up. It's really is fancy. That a, is that on the website? That is on our website. All right. Um, but that'll be September 6th. September 6th. But it's a gala. It's like a ball or party? It's, it's, a, kinda... it's a really fancy dinner. And we talk a lot about... Um, the festival and the causes. Every year, the festival does pick a cause to end up giving um, some money to. Um, so we'll pick a lot of films with that similar uh, theme. So we some of the ones in the past we did um, a year on human trafficking. 
There was homelessness, um, and then there were some incredible documentaries that came out of that. Uh, veteran support with um, kind of the emphasis on the mental health. Yeah. And so this year, I actually can't tell you what it is. Um, that'll be announced at the gala. Too early. We're too early, right? Too early for that. <laughs> but um, it's a really good one this year. And we do try to pick a great cause every year to support. So if you go on the website and you want to be a member, donate, some of your money will go into charity. Yes. Okay. And referable charities. Now, you're not just... Oh no, they're yeah. they're all, <laughs> they're all reputable charities, <laughs> right? Well, sometimes it's dangerous because somebody's like, "We're giving money to this," and you don't know what. No, no, exactly. No, this is this will definitely you'll know where you're going. <laughs> so, a little bit about you. Um, why why movies? Out of all the things, why do you like movies? I think it's it's an obvious answer, but there has to be something why you continue to work with it. Honestly, I have never known another life. Um, I, really? Ever since I was small, I started as a child model when I was about four years old. I have worked in entertainment with modeling and acting since I was a little kid. Um, I've just always enjoyed telling stories, and that's the way I look at it. I just love being a storyteller. Um, it doesn't matter really what scale, what what we're talking about. I'm most attracted to um, horror stories and uh, fantasy those are probably my two favorites because I love how every character at their gut, yeah, it's yeah. all just your instincts. And I love that basic survival instinct. I think that's really cool to tap into and I love watching any kind of story like that. And those are the really the ones I'm most interested in telling. Do you ever attend the, uh, the Minnesota's Horror Fest? I do. You do? <laughs> do you dress up? I have dressed up at a few conventions. Really? Um, <laughs> I go to WizardCon just about every year. I've gone to the horror convention. I've gone to Crypticon. Um, I love Crypticon. Crypticon is the big one. That's a super fun one. Um, I've had a blast there. And a couple horror movies I've been in have actually premiered there. So we've it's always a lot of fun. Um, I um, <laughs> I attended Crypticon and I didn't dress up. I, I was just kind of, I don't do, I love conventions. I just don't dress up. And I had, Not everyone does. You I know, but I had, I, had, I had somebody dressed up as, you know, like Jason come up to me and goes, I'm really excited that you dress for this. You know, some people don't want to hide their <laughs> ugliness, but thanks for doing it. <laughs> you know, I actually surprised is I think more women love horror movies than guys do. Well, because that's women always win in the end. Right. Like, and I there's think, always a survival girl. <laughs> of course, we love it. And I think because I <laughs> I have ran around nurses and all that stuff. I think they have a, a some kind of tolerance for blood. It doesn't really shock you. <laughs> It doesn't. No, it doesn't. <laughs> for boys, it freaks them out. But for girls, like, yeah, whatever. Right. Yeah, well, yeah. that's because we are pretty tough. Yeah, I know. I know. But <laughs> what was your what was your first horror movie that you ever saw? Uh, oh, the first one that made me fall in love with the genre? Yeah. Uh, I mean, honestly, Can you remember? my favorite horror movie is the original Halloween, John Carpenter. Um, there's no better horror movie Did than that. Did you try to learn it on keyboards? <laughs> It was my ringtone for a while, and it would freak people out. <laughs> I'm such a weirdo. <laughs> so, well, that was because here in Minnesota, they always played part two. They never played the original on television. Really? That was before cable. They always played part two, the hospital one. And I was like, that's not the best one. That's not the best one. And I don't, I don't think they had the rights for because John Carpenter, I think he exclusively owned the rights to Halloween. Huh. But the Halloween part two was a big movie production, and the distribution said, yeah, the TV can run part two, but he didn't allow number We never got number one on television. It was a big deal for somebody like, hey, I got a copy of the original well, one. Well, it's the best. Yeah, and you go over to your friend's house and you watch it, and you go, and your parents get mad that you watch horror movies <laughs> and stuff. 
I actually I was a really good kid. Um, it, when Jurassic Park first came out, yeah. Um, my mom didn't want me to see it because it was too scary. Even oh, though yeah, yeah. she, I was the weird kid that loved getting told ghost stories at night, like instead of happy fairy tales. I liked the grim versions always. So I don't know why my mom thought that, but she didn't want me to see it for whatever reason. And like a year and a half later, I was at my girlfriend's house. It's probably like fifth or sixth grade. Yeah. And I, everyone else wanted to watch that movie. I actually called my mom <laughs> and I was right? like, "Mom, I don't want to be embarrassed, but." I, I, you told me I can't watch that movie and she's like sweetheart you can totally watch it it's fine like I think she was just laughing that I actually was the kind of kid that did that <laughs> I know I, I, this is kind of a sidebar and this is a lot of fun I love talking about this stuff but um, in 1988 I was about 11 years old and the the local theater here in, um, in the neighboring town of West St. Paul Cinema 5 teenagers are just running it they didn't care they didn't care if some kid just ran his bike over there. And, just, and there was about four movies I think I snuck in to see. And that was Phantasm 2, The Blob, Halloween Part 4, and Midnight Run. I don't know why Midnight Run. <laughs> <laughs> and I was too much of a kid to understand that a lot of the adult jokes were going over my head. And it's a lot more adult. than why was I? And I always thought to myself, why did I sneak to see that one? You're like, that's not even a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's some people. But, but I'm sure when, like, did, I'm, did you ever sneak in? I have bought tickets for a movie and then snuck into a different movie when I was right. too young. So I did buy tickets to Babysitter Club and sneak into Clueless, but I don't think that makes me that much of a badass. No, womp, clu- womp, womp. You Clueless. <laughs> did you eventually see Babysitter's Club? I did, actually. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's not that good. <laughs> Clueless is much better. So you still you like still going to the theater as oh, an experience? I still love the theater. There's yeah. nothing like a big screen. Um, as much as I love being able to have the convenience of watching Netflix and Hulu and everything at home, sitting in a big theater surrounded by other people, like there's some kind of energy there. Right. And I love laughing with other people and screaming with other people. And it's it's more about more than the movie. And I love that everyone shuts their phone off. It's like the one thing that everyone still respects. I mean, yeah. you have a few jerks here and there, but like for the most part, people respect that. No, no, I I would say there's there's always the anomaly of somebody being yeah being talked about. And my wife and I we went to see um, the Quiet Place. It was absolute quiet. The teenagers were quiet, and I turned to my wife and go, "See, they can do it. They, they can. They can be quiet." And it was so quiet, you actually had to dissolve the popcorn. <laughs> So you had you couldn't chew it. You like sit there and go. So you're just really hoping you got a lot of butter, <laughs> <laughs> right? Right. Yeah. But the funniest one I ever had of an outburst was I went to see Superman Returns, that Brandy and Roth one, mm-hmm. when Superman. And there was a scene where the guy puts the gun up to his eye and shoots it, and the bullet collapses. And I had a gentleman stand up at the theater, and goes, "You're dead, man. You're bloody dead. There's no no effing way. You're dead. That's not gonna ever happen. You're dead." And, uh, and he sat back down, but <laughs> everybody else in the theater was just laughing. That's <laughs> so, amazing. <laughs> so you do you uh, attend like the Rocky Horror events and I participate? I have actually. You have. Um, I've okay. been in the musical version too, though. I've done a stage version. Yeah. Um That was actually right when I turned eighteen. Um, I well, I was like seventeen during rehearsals and eighteen for the show. Um, it was a blast. That's still. That's t- one of those, and I attended at a midnight screening, and I did not particip- participate. And I was just standing there, being wanted just. No, you have to participate. You have to the participate. people will reprimand you. You know. Oh yeah, no. You it's, start doing your hands with the window it's wipers. It's so <laughs> much fun. I so after being in the show and actually yeah. doing the whole thing, now going to watch it and 
kind of participating in those live events. Yeah. I have even more fun with it because I honestly know everything you're supposed to scream. Um, <laughs> damn it, Janet. Damn it, Janet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, honestly, that's still to this day my favorite show I ever performed in. And I would do that show again and again and again. And I don't think, be. I think that's a, a lot of fun energy, right? Oh, it's so much fun. The dance numbers, Sweet Transvestite is the best dance number with the best beats ever, ever made. I mean, and it goes right into Time Warp. So you have this like huge epic dance number yeah. that you're able yeah. to do. It's so much fun. <laughs> So with the film fest or anything, do you ever do like midnight screenings of movies? We haven't, and we totally should. I there's some kind of there's some kind of I love there's some kind of social aspect of going to a midnight screening of something. There totally is. I love good, yeah. I love the midnight screenings. I actually do them often. Um, they're kind of like for Star Wars, it's one yeah. of those like I actually prefer midnight screenings because that's when all the people dress up and it's more fun. Right. And yeah. Oh, I yeah. will neither confirm nor deny that I have ever dressed up for one of those. Um, but I also even for Veronica Mars when that one came out, um, the fa- when the fans finally yeah, got the, the when whole... we finally got our movie, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and Logan, oh, I was so they made that movie perfect. for You us. went to a midnight screening of the movie Logan. Oh no no no! Um, uh, Logan from Veronica Mars. Um, I sorry. actually <laughs> sorry. I'm getting. I'm I'm obsessed with comic books. But so. Logan is a great movie. I did enjoy yeah. that movie. I did not see that at midnight though. You didn't? Did you cry? I did not cry. It was hard. <laughs> I'm not much of a crier, honestly. Um, Are you not? I'm really not, no. and I'm not. I don't really watch a lot of the sappy movies. I'm I'm not going to be able to see the new Dumbo movie. Oh, yeah, actually, that one would probably make me cry. That was, I mean, because that was a cartoon that made me cry. Yeah, that one's rough. That's, I know, I told my wife, I'm not going. I, I'm, I can't, I'm going to be a blubbering idiot. Right. I, uh, elephants yeah. are just so majestic, and seeing any of them in pain, I just, I can't do it. I know, well, <laughs> I've, I think you've seen the trailer, but when he gets out of the hay and you see his big baby blue eyes, you're like, we're done. Done. Yeah. No, that movie would make me cry. I'm not heartless. <laughs> <laughs> So outside of horror, do you like musicals? or I love musicals. Yeah. Um, horror, musicals, and kind of like raunchy or adult comedies. That's probably like my three main genres. <laughs> <laughs> so if you made a list, it would just, that would be a wide spectrum. It's a really wide spectrum. Which my, if, I'm sure if you, movies, I would like, like appreciate it that you have well, like a Earth wide. Girls Are Easy kind of fits all three. Um, yeah, and, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, and that's yeah. a horrifyingly hilarious. And you get movie. Jeff Goldblum. And you have a random musical number because why not? Like it, I, that was one of those movies that Netflix recommended to me, and I was like, I have to watch this, and it was terrible, but I loved every second was of it, it. Wasn't Gina Davis one of them? Yep, and Jim Carrey's in it. It's, yeah, it's a ridiculous cast. Like. <laughs> It's a good one. Sometimes the cast is like, no matter what the movie is. You the just cast have to watch it. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. one of those, uh, I was thinking like Buckaroo Banzai. It's one of those, the cast ensemble, you just have to. Totally. This, <laughs> the script is outrageous, but sometimes outrageous is good. Oh, yeah. No, so, like Tommy the Musical. I mean, that's another one that's just incredible. Oh, wow, yeah. The Who. Um, it's an old one, but it's yeah. really, really good. Love yeah. that one. Um, yeah. Reefer Madness the Musical. It has a whole cast of SNL characters. You have to watch it. The 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 eighties or the yeah it's, yeah. Um, Kristen Bell plays like the lead character in it, so it's about all those propaganda films, right? Yeah, and it's uh, an entire cast of SNL, like probably from the like late nineties actors. It's just it's it's amazing. So, is there anything you have a tough time watching? I'm sure you did anything. Because I, I, I bother my wife because I could watch a, the grossest horror movie and then go to a fun musical. But is there something that you just I'm not going to be able to see? But yeah. um, I don't. I mean, obviously, I don't really 
want to have a rape scene. I don't think that those are necessary. Anytime there's really, like, excruciating violence against women when it's more just... And I know people, that sounds, like, strange when I love horror movies, but there is a difference. I think, like, when it's more of a... In sexual of nature and it's more of a power thing, yeah. I just, I don't want to watch it. Like, those yeah. scenes really, they're horrifying and I don't think they're necessary. And at the end of the day, movies should be entertaining and there's nothing entertaining about that. I think it's lazy script writing and I think that when yeah. male writers try to think of, like, what would be traumatic enough for a woman to do X, Y, Z, they think doing a rape at the beginning of their movie is going to get her to be that powerful whatever. And I think it's just really weak. I think it's overdone and I think people need to stop doing it. Um, I'm over it. And right. I think a lot of people are. Um, and I know it sounds weird because, once again, I love horror movies, but it is a complete difference. Um, it's a different oh, no, kind I, of yeah, horror. I, yeah. <laughs> uh, do you do, like, foreign films? Would you watch, like, foreign um, films? I actually don't mind some horror. horror uh, sorry. Ugh. I'm, like, tongue-tied right now. <laughs> I do like uh, Kurosawa. Um, I did some really weird art, so I'm going to actually – I'm going to confess something right now. All right. Um, so his movie, the In Dreams, that has all this kind of crazy, um, like, nonsensical things going right. on. Right, yeah. It's not an action one. It's yeah. definitely not. Um, and so that movie really spoke to me, even though I was in, like, seventh or eighth grade. So this should probably tell you how weird of a kid I was. But I went to this art class, and I started just painting this kind of wasteland. And I created this painting that I kind of... It was art kind of interpreted, being interpreted by that movie. Yeah. And it's still one of my favorite things I've ever done. My mom has it at her house. Like, there's like this really creepy, like giant mushroom. And I don't like. So I, I with mainstream stuff. And I, I wanted to ask you because you're, you're kind of the outsider. And I'm a huge superhero. And I got it all over my walls and stuff. And I, I'm doing my own comic book. What? Are you kind of like superhero fatigued out kind of a little bit? Um. I'm fatigued with the same stories being told. Yeah. Like, I don't think there's a reason to keep redoing Spider-Man's origin story because we know it. Right. We like, Everybody knows. Even I'm, if you're not a fan. And by, even if you're not a fan. Right. So I'm kind of over that. I do enjoy all these mashups. I think that's really fun. I like that there's more of the group movies like Avengers and uh, Justice League. So I'm kind of, I like that. But my personal favorite superhero is Buffy. So... I'm kind of... The, the movie or the TV show? Don't even talk about the movie. <laughs> Obviously the TV show. That movie. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> definitely not the... I mean, the movie's funny, but uh, right, no, yeah. definitely the TV show. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I take it... I'm, I'm just going to... Anything Joss does, you kind of watch? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. I'm a huge Joss Whedon fan. Um, I think that people are a little too hard on him with some of the controversies. I think it's a little, I don't think it's quite as necessary. And I don't think someone making bad judgment one time negates all the good they've done. I think that's ridiculous. Um, and he's done so much for really female characters. Um, I think what's great about the show Buffy, especially is you hate her. In some of the episodes, and like, all right, yeah, because she's, like, she's kind of, kind of, kind of a, a bitch. Jer- like, she, she's I don't, kind of a jerky. Time. She really is sometimes, and yeah. that's actually what I loved about her because it's more realistic. Um, and I feel like in so many shows, female characters especially have to be likable, right? Yeah. And I love that she isn't always likable. Um, and I think that that's something that Joss likable, really you well. know, it's a likable or really dumb. Or really dumb, yeah. yeah. And, like, she's neither. Um, yeah. She's sometimes really smart, makes a decision no one likes, and everyone hates her. And I'm like, I kind of like it. I dig yeah. it. Um, 
I've been a huge fan since the show first came out, and I've watched it more times than I should probably ever admit. <laughs> um, I do keep those are the comic books yeah. I do read, though, yeah. um, and I love that they've kind of continued the story. But yeah, as far as favorite superheroes, that'd be mine. Yeah. Um, and we've never. I don't really think I, you can get Buffy fatigue. <laughs> I, I and I've, I'm, I apologize. I never got really got my gear, gears to watching it, but I understand that it is a massive following for people. And when you go to conventions; they're they're just it's a language. They just meet uh, up with strangers, and you know exactly what we're you, already friends. Right, yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty yeah. instant. Um, I've def, I've met three of the actors at uh, Wizard Con, which was really cool. And I have my picture because <laughs> you kind of have to. <laughs> Do you get little, still get a little star-studded when you see? No, um, I don't really get starstruck. But the only yeah. people that have made me almost get there were people from Buffy. I've actually been fortunate enough to meet four of the actors. And one of them I met on a commercial set. So I had to okay. act really cool because I was actually at work. Um, and I was right, like, sitting just, there. Uh, uh, and I'm like, there's only probably four three or four people I would ever be starstruck by. Allison Hannigan is 100% one of them. I adore her. Can I I ask, what was her hair color? It was red. Okay, all right. It was was the best. And we actually have the same coffee order. So that was really cool. (laughs) Um, That was, but I mean, the whole day I was just sitting there. I'm like, Brie, you need to keep it together. Like you're a professional. You are at work right now. And you cannot act crazy because she is working. And I yeah. didn't. We all, we had a pleasant day, and I was totally normal. So I think that was that was a win for everybody. It was a win for everybody. <laughs> um, and I think like now I could probably work with anyone, and I'd be fine. So yeah. <laughs> bring it on. <laughs> so um, with other like movies and stuff, what else, what other interest are you with outside of movies and stuff? What other activities are you going to um, do when I, you got time? <laughs> obviously, you don't. I mean, there's a small window of time when you're not really all that busy. But I mean, honestly, I am pretty busy between the film festival, right. working on film projects. I work, do both short films, feature length films, commercials, pod, or I'm sorry, web series. Yeah. Um, but I also do work as a tour manager for Mazda. Um, I work some of their auto shows. What is that? So um, I work auto shows. So when you, um, you know, every single year like auto at the conventions, there's yeah. auto shows. And for, you know, every brand gets together and kind of showcases their new vehicles and whatnot. Um, and I'm actually part of a team that travels and works for a specific brand. Um, and we do ride and drive. So I actually let people and consumers get in the cars. And one of my product specialists is sitting in a car with them. And they are kind of having a full in-vehicle experience to really, you know, feel out the car and see if it's something they want to buy. Um, what's great about what we do is we're not salespeople. Not a single one of us can sell you a car, even if we wanted to. But I you could, can just give I the can, info. I can tell you where the nearest dealership is, but that's about it. Um yeah. It's, or something about the car. But we just, give them a lot of information, yeah. so yeah, I can answer sure. all your questions in a pressure-free environment. Um, initially, I got that job because I was an actor, and I'm you know kind of trying to branch out and figure out like what other yeah. um, kind of jobs I could do that would still be give me freedom um, because I didn't want to get a desk job or a nine-to-five kind of thing. Um, I knew I was going to be a freelance person, and this job's yeah. worked out really well for me. I've memorized tons of information about cars, um, and I can pawn it off as if I've known it my whole life. Um, and actually, these companies love hiring actors for that specific reason um, because we can memorize stuff. Do you want to... You want to? Can you do it? Can you do the voice? Oh, I'm not one of the narrators. Those no, girls... can you do like... 
Oh, oh yeah. no, those are the narration girls. Oh. Um, though they're uh, spokesmodels. Right. Um, and actually, I've gotten a couple of my girlfriends into that job when they've had a blast. But my job's a little more laid back. Um, I can just usually tell. I can tell people facts about the cars and stuff. Um. So yeah, that's kind of my other job, and I work other marketing events. I've worked Super Bowls. Um, this was my third one, actually, the one in Minneapolis. Um, so I've traveled for that event, and you worked Super Bowls. Yeah, right. It was total blast. I did one for Papa John's. Um, we had Papa John's Pizza Squad, and I got to choreograph a whole bunch of cheers, and then teach a cheerleading squad that was local a bunch of <laughs> cheers about pizza. Um, so that was one of the more ridiculous jobs I've ever done, but it was a total blast. Right. I mean, right. I got to cheerlead at the Super Bowl. How many people get to say that? On the field? No, I wish. No, right. that would right. be really cool. But like in the state, like but at the event, But I did get event, to be right? at the field this year because um, I was working a production job. So I was on the field for the Super Bowl this year, which was really cool. Do you ever going to, you know, with directing, you ever want to at least try to work a camera? I have. Right. Um, I did in right. college. Was a little nervous at first? I'm or? okay. I mean, right. I have a. I think that there's people who are much better at it than me, and I would sure, rather do it. Sure, but I think anybody. But wants... everyone should try everything, and I think right. we should all learn how everyone else has worked. Like I know, generally, what kind of lenses people are going to want. I know, you know, for wider shots or smaller shots, what lens to grab. So I think for me, I have enough knowledge in the camera department. I've. Way too many friends who are great at camera, so right. I would not pretend I can do their job. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you still go uh, kind of like do acting um, groups or a little bit? I haven't right. honestly done much acting in the last year. Um, well, it sounds like you're just. I've been really busy this around. year with other stuff, but the year before, um, so 2017, um, I shot a couple films. Okay. Um, kind of like supporting roles. Um. I love comedic parts. Those are really my thing. And I've done a couple parts where I was a survivor girl. So nice. uh, I right. got some fight in me. Right. Um, and I definitely would love to do more acting. I just haven't really had the time to audition for anything or put myself yeah. out there. And production jobs just kind of kept happening this year, which is awesome. Um, and I'm really fortunate. So I kind of just wanted to roll with that. Um, I'm kind of a free spirit. I just, I'm quintessential freelance person, whatever sh pops up that looks awesome. I'm like, yeah, I'll jump on board that. Or yeah, sure. In two months, I'm going to try that. So <laughs> as long as I keep, you're absolutely fearless, aren't you? <laughs> I, I kind of am. I try, I will try anything once. I may not do it again, but <laughs> uh, like zip lining. I did go zip lining in Mexico over a rainforest. It was gorgeous. How high? How high? Were I you don't up? want to talk about it. We were, right. there was 14 of them and it was literally connected all through the rainforest. So like you, you can't stop. Like otherwise you're walking through a rainforest to get back. It was terrifying. Um, I don't know if I would do that again. Right. It was I, really high up, but I've gone parasailing and I've done um, uh, skydiving and I would go skydiving again right now. It was just kind of, I guess, the method. Because I'll try, I mean. Right, because when you first do skydiving, don't you, with, with somebody? Yeah, you're with somebody. But even yeah. still, like, I wanted the guy to, like, flip me in circles. I was having a blast in the air. But with something about the. The zip line The thing. zip line. Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> it was really pretty up there, but I'm good. <laughs> so what what's, what is the big difference between, like, a commercial and, like, a small film? Uh, the like pay? No, well, that, all right, yeah. But it's, um, it's a relatively kind of the same kind of. I mean, a commercial sometimes is a little bit of like a story involved or... Sometimes. And yeah. commercials now more are... 
I am stuttering so much. Yeah. Commercials nowadays are turning more into little mini stories because they're trying to keep people's attention. Um, right. But marketing is storytelling, and marketing is still an aspect of filmmaking. It's not the fun part, but it's the part that pays the bills. It's just like anything with marketing, really. Um, it And sponsorships. I mean, you have to always think, where's the money coming from? So, yes, you're enjoying this TV show, but you're enjoying it because you have to watch these seven commercials. I think it's it's absolutely changed now because, like, marketing, I have uh, I've scheduled somebody that owns a brewery. He's just going to come in and talk about a, a, one of his favorite movies. But that's a whole marketing hour because he owns his business and yeah. he's going to talk about it. And it's, I think that's a, another step of evolution with marketing is, is another pitch of, in essence, you got to be careful and aware of there's other avenues and just not television and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, you have to be able to find everything nowadays. Um, but for commercials, I guess, like, the main difference between being on a commercial set yeah. and a film set, commercials are a lot more stressful. I mean, you generally have the clients there, and everyone has one... a short one amount sp- of time? It's... Yes okay. and no. I feel yeah. like in some ways you have oodles of time in a commercial to shoot something that's only going to last 30 seconds and you'll work on it for three days and spend so much time on every single frame and there's plenty of people for each position and not everyone's really hustling the whole time whereas on an indie film you only have those maybe 20 days to shoot because there's no more money so everyone really just you work hard and it's more of a team effort in a lot of ways because you have to really pull together and if another department needs help you just jump in and help them whereas on a commercial set a lot of the time it has union rules so like even though I see a C-stand standing there and I am perfectly capable of picking that up and moving it four feet I can't and so I just have to stand there and like guard it awkwardly and be like hey guys thanks for thanks for coming and grabbing that like (laughs) and it's just really goofy whereas on an indie film set I would just pick it up and move it Uh, (laughs) so I guess more rules with commercials but yeah when you uh, um, as a a production assistant do you Give kind of when you talk communicating with actors, actresses, you kind of give them a heads up a couple days, you know, of hey, we're gonna do a close up for you in the next couple days and stuff like that. Um, actors, I mean, generally yeah. close ups all get every day, so they just okay. they know that. Um, but if they have like a really emotional scene, I do try to find like a quieter space for that actor for that day, just so they right. have a spot where they know they can feel like more secure and um, kind of get into whatever headspace and prep they need. Um, and that really did come into play. And a couple of things I've worked on where I'm like, okay, we have a lot of actors here this day. These two especially have a really emotional day. Everyone else is kind of goofing around. So let me give these two some love and give them their own spot. So I think that's important. And really, at the end of the day, we have to remember everyone's still human. From crew to actors, everyone's a person. They deserve to be treated like a person. And you have to respect everyone's position and time. And I think that's really, really important. And if people feel respected, they're going to work hard. So... Um, we got a few more minutes, and we wanted to just give a little taste of what we're going to see for the, the upcoming Film Fest. And you know any... Uh, I actually don't. Um, really? Jason and Bill keep that really under wraps until what? September 6th on the gala. I okay. am not privy to that. Um, I do know, you know, general categories, but... Okay, so if you want to give it... If there's somebody who has never t- attended the film festival before, what... what the, I mean, short films, feature So films. if you have never been to a film festival right. before, you absolutely should come. Um, we will have short film blocks um, that will each kind of be based on genre. So some in the past have been adventure, horror, uh, family friendly. 
crime dramas. So they we try to find a few different short films with a similar theme and put that into like an hour and a half block. So it kind of it's still a full length kind of movie that you're sitting there. Um, we also do show a lot of documentaries on a wide variety of subjects. Um, Documentaries is documentaries are incredible. Um, last year, one of the breakout hits was actually on sailing. Um, you never know what the best movie is going to be, uh, <laughs> honestly. And it was a great film. Um, so it was called Coyote, and well, that one did really well last you wanna year. Want to go see a bunch of penguins march? Not really, but it. <laughs> you you never know what's going to be a great movie. Right. Um, I totally recommend documentaries. We always have several films that are going to be geared towards the LGBTQ community. Um, and So that is its own category. That would say, I would say that's its own category. Okay. We always have a few horror movies, um, usually played late at night because why, why we're, we're a bit of a niche market. I, I'm uh, not going to be able to watch a horror movie like at 10 a.m., right? I or, wish. Yeah, that'd right. be great. Um, <laughs> but we also will have a few comedies. I will say comedy is the category that is the hardest to find at a festival. Why? So if you why? want to get into a film festival, shoot more comedies. You will have oh, a better I, chance. I'm sorry. I, didn't, I, was, I was like, hard, it's difficult to judge. No. no it's, it's, they, people just, everyone makes dramas. Right. I, I mean, I feel like a lot of indie filmmakers especially, they either make horrors, documentaries, or drama. No one touches comedy. I mean, very, very rarely. And so when you do, when we finally get a good comedy, we're like, yes. <laughs> so uh, indie filmmakers make more comedies. I think it's tough. I think it's actually <laughs> comedy's tough. harder. And I think it's you know because especially when you're doing a movie, you don't. It's not like stand-up comedy where you, under, you get instant the, gratification. Instant like, oh, that was good. But in a movie, it's like nobody's laughing. You don't know if it's gonna go over or what. Yeah, you don't. Right. Um, but I think it it's a under underdone. Uh, category. <laughs> get it done. Get it done. And so you get, get it done. It, and you, got a one, you can get comedy. Get it in there. We would love it. Um, we would right. love more comedies. We do have a lot of really great dramas, too. I'm not downplaying dramas at all. But it's just saturated, right? But it is saturated. Um, so it makes your movie stand out more. Okay. All right. Well, Brianne, and then we... You have to. I, I was going to ask you before, but your your middle name is Rose. That's yes. your middle name. That's my middle name. And you're gonna we're, before prep time. You're going to tell me what was the big story about Rose. So, um, mostly in um, families, men are the ones who pass names down. Um, sure. Passing that last right, name down. Yeah. So my family, actually, the women have been passing down the name Rose somewhere. <laughs> you love so it. So I'm actually the fifth generation of roses in America. <laughs> So uh, two of my other girl cousins have actually have the same middle name as me, and it's just my mom is the same middle name, or sorry, my grandma is Rosalind, and like it's all kind of like a variation of Rose, but I right. think that's really cool. It's very <laughs> fitting because you know, you have a very flowery dress on, and it just pit, it's perfect. <laughs> it fits perfect for today. You just you hitting home runs every day. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> home run today. So I would say, Brant, thanks for coming on. I really appreciate it. Well, thank I learned you for great, having me on. We're just gonna have to come back and do, get more updates. We could well. do this again, right? You're, <laughs> you have such a full schedule. We'll probably have new more more to material to cover stuff. So well, awesome. Well, yeah. I would love to when I have some new material to share. All right, all right. So I'll say thank you. Cut it here. Let me see.